Hello, everyone. Welcome to the special episode of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors and their events with host Emma Polova. I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavent and The Lowell Ledger. Today, I will be chatting with director of Integrity Shows, Mark Loeb. Mark has been an event guy since the 1980s, focused on the arts and culture. Hello, Mark. How are you? Very well. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Good to have you. Today, we will be talking about Palmer Park Art Fair coming up this weekend in Detroit. That is June 4th and 5th. Tell us all about it, Mark. The floor is yours. Thank you. Well, the Palmer Park Art Fair is a recreation of an event that was very popular in the 70s and the 80s. Though as Detroit had some challenges, it stopped. 30 years later, we were fortunate enough to be able to bring it back. Um, we're trying to do a lot of the same things that they did in the 70s and 80s, like we have a limited edition poster every year, uh, but we're also trying to expand it and cover some more areas. So for the last few years, we've had what we call our author's tent, and it's been working out really well. This year, we'll have, I believe, 18 authors in the tent. Uh, most of them will be doing some readings. Uh, we also have some poets that are coming to do some readings in between because we figured people who are interested in literature are likely interested in poetry. And we know from experience that people who are interested in the arts love books. Okay, and where is this author's tent located? On the layout, on the map? I checked out the map. Where? How can people find us? Well, we put up signs all over from uh, Woodward, which is the main road, leading to where the art fair is to make it real easy. Um, Palmer Park is huge. It uh, runs a full mile by half a mile. So follow those signs. And there's also some additional signs showing you where uh, the extra free parking lots are. Once you get into the show, we've arranged it. So there's one really long path well, not really long, but 80 artists long. And as you go down the path, you'll see everything, including the author's tent. Wow, it already sounds overwhelming. Uh, this is my most confusing and complicated show of the year. Uh, this year we have our main stage, we have the author's stage. Uh, we have, uh, in addition to our juried artists, we have uh, the Detroit Art Teachers Association is bringing 12 of their artists. Uh, the Detroit Fine Art Breakfast Club is bringing 20 emerging artists. And Mint Artist Guild is bringing half a dozen teen emerging artists. So we have quite a lot of things going on. Of course, food trucks and things like that, too. Okay. And so how many vendors total do you have, approximately? Well, you know, if you count everybody, we're probably in the 130, 540 range of which 10% are authors, which felt like the right number for us. When we've experimented with just having one author at the show, it's been marginal because people aren't coming for books. And they, I think people do what they expect to do when they show up at an event. So we found, we started with about 10 or 12 and we're thinking somewhere between the 12 and the 20 is a great number because there's enough variety that people will enjoy it and spend some time but not so much variety that um, uh, the money gets spread too thin. 
So does this number of authors represent all genres? Yes, everything from romance to photo books, poetry, a lot of mystery. Um, maybe because that's my favorite, but I don't know. <laughs> Who doesn't love a great mystery, right? Exactly. So what makes this event unique and sets it apart from other art fairs? There's a lot of stuff going on all over the state. So what makes this Palmer Park art fair unique? Well, one of the strangest things about Palmer Park is we are right between three of the wealthiest neighborhoods in the city and some of the lowest income neighborhoods. So it's a, it's a great melting pot where people of all income levels, colors, races, whatever, show up. And it just makes it a joy to be in a mixed group like that. And people get along really well because they're all invested in the park and in making the park work, the art fair work and the city work. Uh, just south of Palmer Park is the apartment district, which if your listeners have a chance, I'd suggest you go looking around in there there's over 50 uh, each unique apartment buildings that were built in the 40, 20s through the 40s. And some of them have you know, four or 5,000 square foot apartments with marble floors. Mm -hmm. And of course, since it's Palmer Park, some of them are uh, section eight also. So it's a, it's a real melting pot area. So what is your marketing strategy for this event? Well, we've had billboards and signs up for a month. Uh, we partner with the two uh, public radio stations in Detroit. One of them specializes in jazz and uh, classical music, which is a great audience for us. The other is an NPR station, which also is uh, our people. So, so what other arts will be represented here other than obviously books? Just to name a few? Oh, sure. It's all the traditional things like paintings and sculptures, and then some things that are a little less traditional, like uh, wearable art. That's getting to be a bigger and bigger part. Jewelry, fiber, hats, all these things. We're finding that more and more people are looking to have unique uh, appearance. They want to wear something that uh, everyone else didn't get at Target. They want to be in something that's going to be separating themselves from everybody else. So, so wearable arts a great growth area. So what do you feel is the biggest attraction this year and how would you compare it? Did you have it last year? Uh, yeah, we did. We had, uh, uh, we skipped a year in 2020. Okay. Uh, we were back last year with uh, about two thirds of the show because we wanted to keep it separate and spread out. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is the first full-size one back. And I expect a lot of people because uh, everybody that I've talked to is so eager to get back out and, and do things again. Oh, another secret about Palmer Park is that people who bought homes in these mansion districts did so for much less money than they would have spent in the suburbs. And these are lawyers and doctors and judges. So they have good incomes, these five beautiful homes, very large, beautiful homes, and they have money left to decorate. So they're very enthusiastic about buying books and art and things, which is a little different than some of the suburban shows where people have spent every cent they have to get their homes. 
Are these historic homes? Is it yeah. like a historic district? Yes. Um, uh, there's uh, three of the neighborhoods are historic districts and others are historic, but they're not uh, designated. Palmer Woods is uh, the most well-known one. And there is one house that used to belong to the head of the Catholic Church in Detroit, and it's over 12,000 square feet. So those are huge houses, right? Holy. Yes. Yeah, they're beautiful. And again, you know, while you're here, take a look around. There's so much great to see. What kind of food will you have there? <laughs> I guess I I'm getting where, hungry. I love where you're going. Um, we have three food trucks um, specializing in the foods that a lot of Detroiters prefer. Um, there's the Southern heritage of Detroit, which uh, most people don't understand. There's like this Atlanta and Detroit together, uh, people going back and forth. So we have a lot of the Southern foods and such, okay. and fish, uh, just a good variety of foods. And then we also work with small uh, companies that are just starting out to uh, produce food for grocery stores and such. And we provide a, a place where they can experiment with it so they can bring out licensed, good, healthy food for people to try and see what works in terms of packaging, in terms of taste, and then uh, ramp up their manufacturing. So can you name a few of the new vendors this year? who are new to the show, and then name some of the trad ones, traditional vendors that have been there for years. Well, one of the exciting things is a former art fair artist named Desiree Kelly did the poster this year. That's and a beautiful poster. Funny. Yes, it's a much different poster. It's, uh, we went away from the traditional imagery completely. Uh, unfortunately, she doesn't do art fairs anymore because she does murals and large scale things. But we do have 100 copies of that limited edition signed poster. Um, some of the old poster artists will be there also. And we do have some extras. Um, let's see, some of the new artists. Oh, that's a hard question. Um, well, you know, like I was telling you about some of the groups, which is one of the things mm -hmm. that makes Okay. The difference about uh, this show, like uh, Mint Artists Guild, which started out of the Palmer Park Art Fair uh, as a way to help teen artists determine how to um, how to create a career in the arts. And so more and more we're looking at involving groups because that allows people who are not ready to commit to a full booth, may not have enough work for a full booth. Okay. It just allows them to uh, be out there displaying. And here's another secret is that uh, you find somebody when they're emerging, uh, you can tell the ones that are gonna be big, but the time to buy it is before they get big. There's, my wife and I kick ourselves all the time because there's artists that we love that we knew that we could have gotten a piece for three or four hundred dollars, and now there's nothing under three or four thousand dollars. So why didn't you do it? We just we buy art at every art fair, but um, sometimes we just don't don't get smart enough on that, I guess. Okay, so which day is better, Saturday or Sunday? Well, the weather looks beautiful for both, so that helps. 
Um, I think both days, you know, um, sure. the middle of the day tends to be a little bit busier than the others. So mm -hmm. still concerned about, uh, you know, not being in too crowded of space. I would say come before noon on uh, either day. We open at 10 on Saturday or 11 on Sunday. Uh, we're open till seven on Saturday and those last two hours are a little slower. So that's and a little cooler usually. So that's another plan that's good for people who don't want to be in a big crowd. And Sunday we close at five. So it's a little shorter day. So um, the parking uh, will have signs to it. And there's a attended lots that are about a block and a half away. Or we do have a handicap lot for those that really okay. need that. And so what good. are you looking forward to the most? Well, I want to learn some new poetry. I want to oh, hear new poetry. That's and what I am after. I'm yeah. into poetry now. Reading, hey. not writing right. poetry. And I always buy half a dozen books, and those last me through much of the summer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your hopes and expectations from this year's event, which is coming up, I have to say it again, this weekend, so don't miss out on this exciting opportunity to get unique gifts, souvenirs, books, art. Surprisingly, uh, my wife uh, tells me that a lot of her friends are already shopping for Christmas gifts. You're uh, kidding me. Uh, We're yeah, not even into summer yet. Yeah, I know, but they start to put away things because they want unique gifts. They don't want to give people the same thing as everybody else. Yeah. So if you know somebody who loves mysteries, come buy a mystery. If you know somebody who loves poetry, come buy some poetry books and you don't have to give them to him right now, which has always been my mistake. I buy them and I give them instead of saving them for holiday. I do but, the same um, thing. <laughs> but uh, it's a great time to do that. And there's nothing more important than supporting the authors and artists because our country, unlike many others, does not automatically reward people for creativity. Um, we need to do that as individuals. We need to invest in the arts. We need to invest in authors. Uh, or there just won't be any. So why should people come to this in this busy time of year, right? Graduations, open houses, like well, this. Well, this is not like your street fairs because we are in a park setting under trees. It winds around a long path, just relaxed. There's Lake Francis, which is really a pond. There's a beautiful log cabin that goes back to 1885. There's a newly restored lighthouse in Lake Francis for the ferries who are, you know, uh, flying around so that you know where the landing strips are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's a challenge. There's a, a uh, castle near the art fair that's only about a foot and a half, two feet tall that um, I believe the fairies or the Azizas must have occupied when Farmer Park was first opened, but very few people know about it. So when you come out, if you can find it, let me know. <laughs> or if you can't find it, I'll find it for you. I know where it's hidden. Okay, so is it possible to spend like the entire day browsing through the park or? Sure, you know, start out listening to some poetry, do some art shopping, grab yourself some lunch. 
uh, 2.30 each day, we have a drum circle. And what we've done is we have uh, containers and different things that people who don't bring a drum can use so they can join the drum circle. And then, you know, there's just a whole variety of things. And I, I think that's I know, a lot of people do. They come out and they just find it a really relaxing time and they can take home some beautiful work that reminds them of that relaxed feeling. And what kind of music are you gonna have? It's eclectic from all over. We have a great guy from, this is bizarre, he's from Germany, but he plays the flute, East Indian and West Indian style flute. flute. So it's beautiful. You would never know that he's not a native, uh, but he, that's what he does, that's his passion. And we, let, we have him right by the entrance to the show because it just uh, helps to create that comfortable, relaxed setting that we like. So there will be music all day? Oh, yes. And the readings all day throughout the yep. day? Okay, so there will be a lot to do. How about for kids, if parents bring their kids? Yes, we have three different uh, art activities for kids. Anton Art Center from Mount Clemens will be out doing an art activity. Our friends from Art in Motion on Livernois will be out doing uh, clay painting. And uh, Mint Artist Guild will be helping kids make musical instruments so that they can participate in the drum circle a little better. So for all ages. Okay, so, Emma, if you want to make a musical instrument, they're not going to stop you, okay? They're not going to stop <laughs> You can <laughs> certainly participate in those. For making a violin, I've always wanted to learn how to play the violin. Mm -hmm. My grandma played the violin. Wow, that's cool. So what shouldn't I miss? What shouldn't you miss? Oh, boy. The Palmer Park Art Fair this weekend. The whole thing this weekend. Right. It's really hard. It's really hard for me to take one little piece and say mm -hmm. this is representing the entire fair because what makes this a special place and a special fair is that there's so much going on and we try to harmonize it so that anybody who enjoys part of it is likely to enjoy almost all of it. That's great. So it's well balanced. Yes. There's a great harmony out there. Mm -hmm. Diversity. The mm -hmm. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. I will see you very shortly then. I will see you there. How about parting shots from each one of us? You go first. You're my guest. Sure. Thank you. So what we love most about the Palmer Park Fair is that we're bringing back a heritage uh, of an early art fair from si the city and reestablishing some of the arts, music and cultural activity within the city, um, which I, I feel is so important. So many of our artists that participate tell me that they grew up attending art events in the parks, learning art in the schools, mm -hmm. and there's less of that nowadays. So when we can do it, it's so important so that the young people get inspired because uh, it's not only for us who are already art lovers, it's also for uh, turning the next generation of art collectors and art lovers into uh, affectionados. So that's an important mission mm -hmm. to inspire the younger generation. Yep. Excellent. So my parting shots, buy indie, read indie, and write indie. 
explore yes. small presses and read your local newspaper for inspiration. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair and see you this weekend at the Palmer Park Art Fair. I love that, Emma. I'm right there with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you at the fair. Me and remember, too. if you cannot find the castle, find me and I'll show you where it is. Will do. Sounds Thanks. perfect. Bye. Bye-bye.